0: What's happening?
1: I'm lighting a tomato leaf scented soy candle. Why? Ambiance.
0: What ambiance?
1: Smells good. I'm ready now. Oh, are you? Yep.
0: Do we have ambiance? Is there enough ambiance?
1: Yeah. <laughs> ambiance.
0: Welcome back to another episode of Did I Miss Anything? My name's Louis. Heather just lit a candle.
1: Yeah. Hi. Yeah, I did. Tomato leaf scented soy candle.
0: You can really smell the soy.
1: Uh, I think it's more you're supposed to smell the tomato leaf, nope. but yep.
0: Just getting soy. So on this podcast, Heather and I I'm Heather. That yep, we are established that. Here I. Yeah. <laughs> we we discuss movies. Well, we watch movies and T V shows and we listen to albums that we've never heard or seen before, but are relatively popular and in some cases award winning. Sure. And constantly referenced in pop culture and things like that. But for whatever reason, Heather and I missed them the first time around. So we're catching up now so we don't seem like uncultured. Swine. Swine. (laughs) So to prove ourselves cultured, this week we stepped it up.
1: Oh yeah, this is a... This is
0: highbrow this week.
1: This is a classic right here.
0: We watched the greatest reviewed movie of all time on Rotten Tomatoes. And that movie, Paddington 2. <laughs>
1: Yay! It just beat out Citizen Kane, right? Because it did
0: just beat out Citizen Why? Kane. Why? So, so for the longest time, Citizen Kane, the, the Orson Welles joint, Yeah. which I have not seen but is clearly garbage.
1: Uh Yeah. Well, compared to Paddington 2, yeah. Trash. Um,
0: they recently discovered an 80-year-old negative review... That apparently brought its 100% Rotten Tomatoes rating down to 99%. So, Paddington 2 now takes its spot, rightfully. I agree. As the best-reviewed movie of all time. I think Citizen Kane also fell behind Terminator 2 and some other movie. So, it's just... It's garbage. It's not even worth it. Terminator
1: we, Two is better Terminator than Terminator Two. Oh, and they say that's better than Terminator.
0: I think so. I, I like Terminator Two. Okay. And clearly, my opinion matters.
1: I, why? I are, have a
0: podcast. I
1: was gonna say if we, if your, if your opinion didn't matter, why would we be doing this podcast?
0: So Paddington Two, best reviewed movie of all time. Yes. And. We're, we
1: never saw Paddington One.
0: We did not, so we came or into Paddington, this...
1: Paddington. What's I don't even know what it's called. I
0: assume it's called. It's just called Paddington. Yeah,
1: we never saw those. So or that one. So we were a little lost at the beginning.
0: A little bit. Because
1: um, I'm assuming in the first one you find out how he got to London as a bear.
0: Yes. So so this movie, Paddington Two, best reviewed movie of all time.
1: We can't stress that enough. <laughs> it's
0: highbrow. Paddington is living with the Brown family. In Windsor Gardens in in London. I guess that's like a suburb of London. I don't know. I've never been there. And he's become very popular amongst the community. You see him in the morning. He's going somewhere.
1: Uh, I think he was going to get a job or something. Oh, no. He was going to the, the antique shop.
0: Right. So... He's he's going all, all about town, and he gets there by basically getting rides with people from the community. So he jumps on like a, he, a neighbor of his is coming by on a bike. He jumps on the back of a bike. Then the the neighbor on the bike goes somewhere else, so he grabs a ride with the garbage with the garbage truck.
1: It's very whimsical. It's
0: very very whimsical. So cute. So he lands at this at this antique shop because he has an aunt Lucy. Well, actually, before I guess before we open up with Paddington in London, they show Paddington as a cub. And he's going down this river in the jungle somewhere, wherever, you know, bears live in the forest. Mm -hmm. And there are these two other bears, adult bears, that are sitting on a bridge above the river having some marmalade sandwiches. Delicious. And then they see this poor little bear cub, and he's on this log floating down the river, and the river is about to go into a waterfall. So they got to rescue the cub because it's a bear cub, and that's what you got to do. So they, they have a rope or a vine or something, and the... I forget the, I forget the, the male bear's name. I don't know any other names. Um, Fred? That's not right at all. Winnie? But in the any poop? case... In, no, I don't think he makes an appearance in this one. Oh. Uh-huh. In any case, the male bear lowers the female bear. The female bear is Aunt Lucy. That's his Aunt Lucy.
1: No, it's not Aunt Lucy. Yeah, it is. I thought it was someone else.
0: No, Aunt Lucy is the the female bear that goes down and rescues him from the river. Oh, that's Aunt Lucy. What
1: that her name is Lucy? Yeah, Aunt Lucy. I thought Lucy. it was something different. No. All right, never mind.
0: The male bear is the name I can't remember now. But in any case, Aunt Lucy makes it just in the nick of time, grabs Paddington, and while while they see all this happening, the the two bears before they they lowered Aunt Lucy down to get um to get Paddington, they they were talking about going to London. So, you know, she, she gets lowered down. She rescues Paddington. They're all good. And then she says, oh, I guess now we can't go to London because we have to take care of this bear cub.
1: Why couldn't they take Paddington to London?
0: I don't know. They, this, this is a question that was never answered in Paddington 2.
1: They had to stay in the forest?
0: I guess. Sure. I don't know. So then we open up with Paddington in London and all this of him going into this antique shop. Now, the reason he's going to the antique shop is because it's Aunt Lucy's 100th birthday, and he wants to get her a gift. So he finds this pop-up book of London... And he and he decides, oh, that's what I'm gonna get her because Aunt Lucy always wanted to come to London, but she never had the chance. So I'm gonna get her this pop-up book because it shows like all the the sights of London. Like you got Big Ben, you got the London Bridge, other sites in London, and he, the
1: the Windsor Castle. That's in there. That's the castle where the Queen lives, right?
0: Yep. And and so he decides, oh, I'm gonna get this book, but because he's not um employed yeah because he doesn't have a job he doesn't have the money to pay for the book so he decides all right i'll just get a job and then i'll totally buy this book
1: yeah no big deal
0: no big deal so he kind of starts doing odd jobs his first one he works at a barber shop (laughs) not as a barber but as just like the person that he like cleans up
1: up the hair
0: yeah and then the main barber he I, i guess he goes out to lunch or something for a minute and some a judge comes in. We don't know he's a judge yet, but that'll spoilers, come into play. man. It'll come into play.
1: Yeah, but like you ruined it.
0: And, I mean, not really. Yeah. So well, he comes in to get it's a big
1: surprise when it happens.
0: Yeah, he he comes in to get just a just a hair trim. Nothing nothing major. He just wants to clean up like the sides. That's it. And and Paddington's like, yeah, I could I could totally do that.
1: Well, he tried to explain to him he like did. I'm not a barber. He did. But the guy was just like, I need a haircut now. I'm important. Yeah.
0: So this whole this whole scene happens where paddington gets a pair of clippers like the electric clippers but because paddington is he's a small bear he's not a big bear he's a small bear but because and so he's so small the the he turns on the clippers and the vibration from the clippers makes him shake uncontrollably so then he's he's just he's just doing that all all across the floor meanwhile the guy sits down in the chair and basically falls asleep and and hilarity ensues.
1: Sure, the of cord course.
0: the 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 cord from the from the Clippers gets gets caught up in like the ceiling fan, and Paddington starts spinning around, and, and he gets slammed up against the window, and they're oh, yeah. and they're like people looking outside, deciding whether or not they want to come in for a haircut, and then they see this bear hit the window, and they're like, maybe not today, and and then slowly he falls off the window, and then he slowly starts vibrating towards the the man sitting in the chair waiting for his haircut, and. He stops short because the the cord uh, from being wrapped up in the fan basically loses all of its slack. So we're presumably to be- led to believe that okay, Paddington's not going to mess up this guy's hair. You Un- know he is until you know he is the chair that the guy's sitting in leans back and the clippers just give him just right up the middle. Just, that hair's gone. Yeah. And and then Paddington tries to put the hair back using some marmalade. He always has marmalade on him. Yeah. And he tries to put it back. We think we're all good. But then the judge goes to touch his hair and, uh-oh, what's this in my hair? And Paddington says, oh, that's marmalade. And then the guy says, get this off my hair. So he starts licking his head.
1: <laughs>
0: As you you're would. Gonna, you're
1: going to waste good marmalade. It's
0: perfectly good marmalade. Yeah. So in any case, the guy rushes out. The main barber comes in, fires Paddington, which I think was a little extreme because that was like his first day. I think he could have cut him a break.
1: I mean, he did ruin someone's hair.
0: That's, it grows back. I
1: mean, he made a mess. Like, he broke he's, stuff.
0: It grows back. No. Anyway.
1: I think it was rightful termination.
0: He, I don't, I don't know that it was. His next job is, he decides he's going to start cleaning windows. So this, he virtually has some success in. Being a bear, he basically uses his body as, uh, as a brush to, to essentially just, clean the windows.
1: Yeah, he uses his whole body. But uses like his whole he, body. He uses his butt a lot, which is like... It's, it's
0: very butt-heavy.
1: Counterproductive, it's, I think, maybe. I don't
0: know that it is. I don't know that it is.
1: Mm, I mean, he wants to get the window clean.
0: I mean, I guess. So, one night, after a long day of window washing... <laughs> with its butt. <laughs> with his butt. Paddington's walking by the, the antique shop, and he sees the book, and he's close to having enough money. He, he says, like, oh, tomorrow I'll have enough. And then he realizes someone's breaking in to to the antique shop
1: yeah and he's friends with the owner like he's really tight yeah with he owners. knows
0: yeah he, he knows everybody everybody yeah, knows paddington of
1: course they do he's adorable but he's an adorable bear
0: wears a hat he's got a whole oh, thing a little blue and
1: trench is, coat is, is precious raincoat whatever it is precious yeah Petticoat? so i don't know
0: he sees this guy break in and of course the guy breaks in to take the pop-up book so then paddington goes in and he's like hey don't be stealing that book so paddington starts chasing him around the store the thief escapes they go on this chase around around Windsor. I think it's Windsor Gardens, right? It's still in the same town. Yeah, I think so. And so they give they uh, Paddington gives chase. Eventually, of course, the thief manages to escape, but the police identify Paddington because they they can catch up to him a lot quicker than than the other guy. Because the guy just he just throws like one of those um like smoke bombs like Batman and just disappears into the night.
1: Yeah,
0: and, and just pa- like Batman. And yeah. Paddington's just left there like what, what happened? And so. The cops arrest Paddington because
1: they with, think he did it.
0: Yeah, they think he did it,
1: which I don't get because he didn't. He doesn't have the book on him.
0: Yeah, so it was very, it was, it was very, very rushed. It? They just—I
1: mean, they saw him like come out of the the store, but he didn't have the book. Where would the book have gone? I and they never ask, and then they never ask about it.
0: There's no investigation. Nothing. They just assume Padding. They just assume Paddington did it. Anyway, so Paddington goes to jail, where he's forced to wear uh, these the pinstripe. Uh, pinstripe suits Stereotypical jail uniform Yeah And Paddington Because he's Paddington Makes friends with the inmates eventually And the the reason he makes friends with the inmates Is they sit down to have a meal And it's essentially I don't know gruel
1: Porridge maybe Maybe sure. very bad porridge
0: And it's very grainy oatmeal? And and bland
1: Grits maybe Grits I don't know if they have grits in, in London I don't know. I think that's a Southern American thing.
0: In any case, it was it was basically that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Paddington takes a bite and he says, "Oh, this is terrible." Where's the chef? <laughs> it's and jail. And, and and so everyone's looking at him and he says, "Oh, we don't." The the chef's name is Knuckles. <laughs> yeah. And he said he says nobody nobody messes with Knuckles because Knuckles is apparently like. He's the big bad guy in jail.
1: Sure. Aren't they all big bad guys in jail? But
0: I guess Knuckles is like the main one. So everybody was like, Yeah, you don't you don't talk to Knuckles. So sure enough Paddington's like, That's nonsense. I'm gonna go talk to Knuckles.
1: He goes, As long as you're polite and nice, it'll be fine.
0: Yeah, that's what my Aunt Lucy always says. Yeah. So he goes up to Knuckles, um he I don't I don't remember how exactly, but he squirts he squirts ketchup on his on Knuckles' apron for some reason i think I, he must have had like a stain on there or something and no. he says oh i know what'll get that out and he squirts ketchup and then he's like oh no, I,
1: no he squirts ketchup on him by accident i don't remember why but then he says oh you know what gets out ketchup stains mustard, mustard. <laughs> and he's <laughs> squirts mustard on it and then rubs it all in yeah
0: he's rubbing it into this apron and he's like oh i don't know if this is making i don't know if this is helping or just rubbing it in and so knuckles getting very very mad at this point irritated paddington meanwhile explains about how the food is kind of bland and whatnot that's that's when knuckles is like all right we're not having this so he he picks up he picks up paddington by his little pinstripe shirt and he tells him look this is how this is you don't talk to me da 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 and paddington has a sandwich i don't know how he keeps having sandwiches but he has a marmalade he always has a marmalade sandwich under his hat um i don't know how he's making them in prison at this point but he's got Comissary? one in there. I guess he's got the sandwich in there, and uh, Knuckles, I guess, when he picks him up and and I think he shakes him a little bit or something like that, the sandwich falls into Knuckles's mouth, and he takes a bite and has a revelation that this is the best sandwich ever. So now he announces to the entire prison because they're all in this cafeteria having I don't know what meal it was, lunch, we'll say because it was not, it was it, daylight was still out. So, they, they say, alright, nobody messes with this bear anymore, he is under my protection, you show him respect now. So, they
1: decide. Oh yeah, people were messing with him because on his like first or second day, his first chore was to do the laundry, and he was doing the prison laundry, but he left a red sock. In with all the whites, yeah, and everything turned pink. So yeah. all the inmates who had to wear pink striped,
0: yeah, uniforms. They so they were very, all mad at him, very upset about that. But the, yeah. I, I think the pink made everything
1: pop. I thought it was nice. It was a very nice change mm-hmm, of pace. Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: In any case, the next morning, very early in the morning, like sun's not even out yet. Knuckles wakes up Paddington and he's like, "Let's go. We're making, le- we're making, we're making food. We're making marmalade sandwiches because that's what we're feeding people today." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so Paddington gets to work he starts he, you know he needs he says he needs like a thousand oranges cause a thousand
1: he, juicy like oranges. a thousand
0: juicy oranges because you know they have like 500 inmates or something like that and they start going through and paddington you know because he's paddington and he's got to make all this food he's like ah oh, knuckles i could really use some help and knuckles just sits back he's reading the paper he's not he's not helping at all
1: not even a little
0: not not even trying but then eventually paddington kind of kind of coerces him into helping him out they start making these marmalade sandwiches knuckles starts having some fun
1: well they're having a who starts,
0: starts enjoying himself
1: yeah because paddington you know
0: he's paddington
1: he makes everyone happier
0: yeah and they're they're making the marmalade and all this eventually they make it they give it to the inmates knuckles we find out kind of sensitive because he can't watch people eat because he's afraid that they might not like it and that they're going to blame him since he's like the main chef mm-hmm but sure enough, Paddington says, why don't you come take a look? Everybody loves the sandwiches. And they start clapping as soon as Knuckles and Paddington go into the cafeteria.
1: Oh, Because
0: they loves them some marmalade sandwiches. Who doesn't? So while all this is going on, the the Brown family, the family that Paddington was staying with, they go to a fortune teller at this fair that's going on because, because no one believes that Paddington did it. Because it's just not in his nature. He's such a good bear. And... They, they they need to find out what's what's going on
1: yeah they've so, been searched they're like trying to figure out like who did it so that like they can get paddington paddington out of jail
0: yeah so they talk to um the guy that owns the the antique shop and he says okay the thing that i don't understand is i have so much more valuable stuff in this store and this person stole a pop-up book
1: yeah but the pop-up book was worth a lot of, remember he was it was like a thousand pounds or something like that
0: yeah, but then but then he even says that he has like jewelry there that's oh, worth yeah, way yeah. more. I
1: mean stuff was worth more than that, but like yeah. um apparently it was a very important pop-up book. Yeah,
0: so so they decide, okay, whoever took this book knows something about this book that we don't know. So they go they go to this fair where they, they talk to this this uh the psychic that I guess the psychic fair. Uh, the psychic at the fair. And the the psychic at the fair is the great granddaughter of the woman who started this fair. Um, her name, I think Madame Koslov.
1: Yeah. And it was her, it's her pop-up book. And
0: it's, and it was her pop-up book from when she, from when she used to be, um, she was an acrobat, right? Yes. Yeah. She was an acrobat. And so, uh, she was a very famous acrobat. So the, the, the psychic tells this story about how her great grandmother was this amazing acrobat. And every night, People would give her these things at, at after her performance, like she would get jewelry and all these things, and she would she would keep them all essentially in like a treasure chest.
1: Mm-hmm. Very expensive items. Very
0: expensive pearl necklaces.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Bracelets, gold doubloons. Yeah. Anyway, you're a doubloon. You're a doubloon. <laughs> anyway, Cougarans. She yep, those two. She um she basically took this pop up book, and in each pop up book, there's I guess there's like a little, I don't know, is it like an angel? Like a a little fairy that's pointing at different... A cherub? I think so, maybe. And they're pointing at different parts of these famous sites in London. So each one of the sites that the, the little angel is pointing at is a clue to finding this treasure. So they figure out, okay, that's why this person wanted the book. But now the problem is... How do we find out who took the book?
1: Dun, dun, dun. Dun,
0: dun, dun. So they figure out that... Well, they don't figure it out. They, they know who... They know what the thief looks like based on Paddington's description. They know what... At, at each one of these sites, so far there have been two. They go to the London Bridge and a museum. And they... They've essentially had to break something in order to get these clues. So they're following all the steps or they're following all the the landmarks that the thief's going to, and they have witnesses at each one of these landmarks that describe what the thief looks like in each one of these places. So at one point, I guess Mrs. Brown figures out, well they go to visit they go to visit Paddington in jail and they show because now Paddington is friends with all the inmates there, the inmates, the inmates are like, oh, those don't look like those don't look like any any thieves we've ever seen. They look like a cast at a at a dinner party or something like that. And they start to put these things together, or at a costume party, that's what they say. And they start to put two and two together. And Mrs. Brown says, oh, it must be this Buchanan guy that lives down the street. And Buchanan Buchanan is played by Hugh Grant. And in the movie. Uh, he's Hugh Grant plays an actor or a former actor who does yeah. dog commercials now, dog food commercials now. Yes. And they, uh, Mrs. Brown sneaks into his house and discovers like this secret room that that's in his house. And it's funny because uh, Mr. Brown then follows her because he sees her from their house and he he follows her in there and he says, what are you doing here? And she said, oh, I'm I'm proving Paddington's innocent. Like, Come help me look for the book because Buchanan has it. And Mr. Brown says, "No, you're insane. Like this guy's an actor. He, he has a bunch of money. Like what? What does he want with a pop-up book? That makes no sense." So they're looking around the house, and then they 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 find this secret room. And she says, "Look, he's got a secret room upstairs." And he said, "Yeah, that's called an attic. We all have them." <laughs> and then so they go they go up there, and they find all these costumes from from when he was an actor in, in like all these different movies and plays and things that he did. And they find the costume that he was wearing uh, when he stole the book, which was he, he was acting like he was um, like a homeless man. So they find they find the homeless costume. Then at a museum, he was disguised as like a, 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 a knight. No, oh. that was when he was a knight. Oh, he I was think. a knight, right? Yeah, because yeah, he dressed up. Yeah, because he was. He was a nun at one point. Too. Yeah, and then he also dressed up as a nun. I guess he must have gone to a church. I
1: thought that was in I thought that was in the museum.
0: Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't
1: either. But I don't remember.
0: In any case, they find all these costumes in the room, and they're like, it, "It's him." But now Buchanan shows up back home because he, uh, he was on his way to meet with what he thought was his agent, but it was actually a setup from, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brown's children to get them out of the house. But then he goes back because he decides he needs like a a scarf to like cover up his neck or something like that. So he comes back and the the, the Browns are found out in Buchanan's house and Buchanan, um, asks them what they're doing there. And Mr. Brown is actually, he works for a company that insures, um, Buchanan's home. So he says, Oh yeah, this is for our premium members. Like once a year we come here and check to make sure everything is secure. And I guess Buchanan buys it, but then he goes up into the attic just to be sure to check on the book and he finds that the book is still there. And he's like, Oh, okay. I guess they really were doing a check on my house. How nice of them. Meanwhile, back in jail, Paddington thinks that the Browns have forgotten about him because while they're doing this, uh, I guess, investigation of Buchanan's house, they forget to visit him that day during visiting hours. So now, Knuckles and the other inmates have got it in Paddington's head that oh yeah, they're gonna forget about you eventually, because you know they're gonna they're gonna start missing a visit and then it's gonna be two visits and then it'll be never and then that's gonna be it. So you should just join us in in. in in escaping because knuckles and two other inmates are planning on escaping that night or the next day and they they promise him that they'll prove that he's innocent if if he escapes with them so at first paddington refuses thinking like oh the browns will never forget about me but then the next day they don't visit and he says oh the browns forgot about me i'm in for this escape thing so they all escape it's uh knuckles an inmate named fibs and an inmate named spoon
1: (laughs) what fun names
0: those are fun names so they all escape. They make it to this seaplane, and then Paddington says, "Wait, wait, wait! What, what, what are we doing in a seaplane?" And then Knuckles tells him, "All right, here's the thing: we're escaping, but we're also leaving the country. We're, uh, we're not staying. We're not staying here." And then Paddington says, "I can't do that. Like my brown, the Browns are here. Like this is, this is where I live." So he, Paddington stays. Knuckles fibs, and Spoon they leave on the plane. Paddington is walking the streets of London finds a telephone like a public telephone those don't exist anymore but he finds one and he calls the Browns but he gets the answering machine and then soon enough after Paddington leaves the the little phone booth the the phone in the phone booth starts ringing and it's the Browns calling the number back. So Paddington picks up and he says oh my god I thought you guys forgot about me and it's so nice to hear your voice and all this and then mrs brown says oh we found out it's buchanan he's the one that took the book and they tell paddington to go meet him at uh the train station there which is actually i think called paddington station wasn't it yes um so buchanan is about to leave with the book to go because the the treasure turns out is in like the organ that they play at the fair but the fair is packing up and leaving that night so they're you know, they're taking the train and going on to the next town as fairs do. And Buchanan jumps on the train to, to get the, to get the treasure in the Oregon Paddington, uh, also jumps on the train. Cause he gets to the train station first. And then the Browns are the train starts moving at this point And they're like chasing the train down and they just miss the train, but lucky for them, there's a steam train. There's another steam train next to next to the train that takes off with Paddington and Buchanan and the carnival stuff. And, the brown son is like super into steam trains but he doesn't really talk about it because it's not cool
1: i mean i think steam trains are cool
0: steam trains are pretty cool right and so he he knows everything about the train like he can drive the train he can like do the whole thing
1: which i don't know if that's an accurate depiction of just being into trains you can just drive a train
0: i mean if you know a lot about trains and stuff i feel like you would know what all the levers did and
1: I, feel I, like you, I think you could do it. But be confident enough to actually drive one? I don't know. That's why
0: it was cool. In any Keep case, it. they start chasing him down on this other train. Paddington uh, Paddington reaches Buchanan, who is in the car that has the organ in it, and discovers... Uh, so it turns out that each one of the things that the little pictures of the angels on, on the pop-up book were pointing to, they were actually notes, musical notes. And if you play the musical notes in a certain sequence... The organ opens up and this tr- and the treasure chest pops out with all the treasure in it so buchanan does that meanwhile paddington very cleverly grabs two candy apples from from i guess the car where they have like all the carnival food and sticks them to the bottom of his feet so he can walk on the train upside down
1: that's how that's how it works that's
0: yeah i that's how science works
1: you ever have a candy apple they're very sticky they are very sticky. They're very sticky. Very sticky. Very no, they're more hard than sticky though
0: but they're sticky, nonetheless.
1: I guess if you melt it a little bit.
0: So he or walks. Leave it in the sun. Yeah. So he walks upside down, um, on the roof of the car where the organ is in, grabs the book that Buchanan just put down so he can like flip through it to get all the musical notes right. Goes back up on his way out of the of the car. He, I think he he like sneezes or he bumps into Buchanan or something. But then Buchanan turns around, realizes Paddington is there and he has the book. But too late Paddington made it out so now a chase ensues on the train between Paddington and Buchanan but then Paddington comes to the last car on the train he's got nowhere left to go trouble but he figures out okay I can jump back into the train and then the the train that the Browns are on is pulling up next to next to the train that Paddington and Buchanan are on and paddington in his briefcase has like a collapsible ladder that he was using to wash windows so he locks buchanan in one car so so buchanan is stuck in there paddington's in another car on the train and he starts to extend the ladder in order to make it across the other track to the train that the browns are on
1: where do you get that thing by the way what the ladder Mm mm-hmm
0: I think he just had it when he was washing windows because that was he. It's in his briefcase. I think he just has an extending ladder in his briefcase.
1: Oh, okay. That's
0: why he's always carrying in his briefcase. At least that's just a,
1: just a ladder.
0: That's the only thing. That that's the only thing it's that came needs. out of his briefcase. I guess so. That's <laughs> all he needs in that, life is a that and marmalade sandwiches. I suppose. Wow. So he starts making it across this ladder, but then now the ladder is too short to reach across. So the train that the Browns are on mrs brown tells her son to slow it down so that she can so that she can grab paddington as they do that buchanan breaks out of the car that he's in and and collapses the ladder bringing paddington with the ladder so now paddington and buchanan are back on their train and buchanan removes the pin that's holding the car that paddington is on to the rest of the train so now his car is left behind, and then Buchanan also switches the tracks. He takes the pin that he that he took, throws it at the I guess the thing that changes the tracks on a on a train track. Yeah, you know, the lever. The lever.
1: Lever. Lever.
0: Um, he throws it, cha- switches the tracks. So now Paddington's car goes on this track that is ending because there's no more. I guess they're doing construction on it. There's like no more track, and Paddington goes over the track. Falls into the river. Oh no! And he's stuck in this car, mm-hmm. and it's locked because Paddington because uh, Buchanan locked it from the outside. So now Paddington's at the bottom of a river. Meanwhile, the train carrying the Browns they they stop, and Mrs Mrs Brown because she fancies herself a swimmer.
1: She's a very good swimmer. She was going to swim across. Oh, she wanted to swim to France. Yeah,
0: she was going to swim across the. uh What channel is that? Is it the English canal?
1: The English Channel.
0: The English is it? Yeah, she was going to swim across that. So she's been practicing her swimming. So she like jumps in, swims to the bottom of the river, tries to tries to break the chain that has the door locked on where Paddington on, on where Paddington is, but can't. And so we're led to believe because you see Paddington, oh, this broke my heart. This is like
1: the literal saddest moment I've ever seen in cinema.
0: Paddington Paddington's paw just like reaches out to her. Yeah, because they
1: they have this like moment. They look at each other and they're like, oh, "This is it. This is the end." Like they like they think that they're. That he's gonna die. Yeah, it's the It's literally the saddest moment ever. He's got the little puppy dog eyes. Oh my god. He's like, oh. You just
0: you just see his little paw reach out, Mm -hmm. and then that was it. But then, then seaplane lands because it's Knuckles, Fibs, and Spoon. They came back because Knuckles had a change of heart.
1: Of course, because
0: he's a sensitive man. Sure is. They all dive in, dive to the bottom of the river, and they manage to break the chain because all four of them pulling the doors apart. They get Paddington out. They make it to shore. Paddington however is sick and he kind of falls into a coma so he wakes up a few days later it's Aunt Lucy's birthday and he learns that he's been acquitted of his charges from stealing the book because they find out that Buchanan the Buchanan got arrested and they Hugh prove, Grant, Hugh Grant mm-hmm. and they find out that he got arrested and that he was the one that actually took the book so so Buchanan gets arrested uh, Paddington gets acquitted of his charges but he's still disappointed because he never ended up with a gift for Aunt Lucy because now the pop-up book is evidence, so cops have that now. And so the Browns are reassuring him that, you know, you're, you're a good bear and you, you tried your best and people in the neighborhood know that. And they lead him downstairs and all the neighbors are down there and they're clapping and they're all happy that Paddington is back. And then Mrs. Brown said, "Well, you know what? You always talked about Aunt Lucy wanting to come to London, and you were going to give her this pop-up book, right?" Paddington was like, "Yeah." And then she's like, "Well, what if we brought her to see the real thing?" Then all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, and Aunt Lucy's there. Oh,
1: my God, it was beautiful.
0: So then Paddington rushes to rushes to Aunt Lucy. They hug. Mm-hmm. He wishes her a happy birthday. That's how the, that's how the movie ends. Then the credit uh, the credits roll. And we see a little montage of Aunt Lucy seeing all the sights of London with, uh, with Paddington. Very happy. So cute. And um, Knuckles opens up a sandwich shop where he just ma- where he just sells the marmalade sandwiches. Of course. And then Buchanan gets 10 years in prison and he, he does like a, a, a musical in, in prison.
1: It's like a one-man show. He's,
0: yeah, he's putting on his one-man show for, um, for the people in prison. And, and that was Paddington too. I really liked this movie. It
1: was cute. It, it was...
0: very much surprised me, and I will say that I did miss something with this movie, because now I want to see Paddington 1.
1: Yeah, it was a, it was a really good, uh, it was a good feel-good movie.
0: It was a very good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it very much.
1: Yeah, I, I could see why it is um, the number one movie uh, ever made.
0: Yeah, because that's Citizen Kane. That's just garbage
1: again compared to paddington 2 it's nothing it doesn't even come close
0: we've never seen citizen kane i've
1: seen citizen kane
0: i've never seen citizen kane but i assume compared to paddington 2 it is nothing
1: it's trash we should just never have it no one should ever watch it ever again
0: never ever ever
1: no but paddington 2 was very good yeah i really enjoyed it it was really cute
0: uh needless to say i saw it yeah i'm glad we saw it too
1: yeah, there was there was action, there was drama, there was comedy, there was everything. Oh, it had just this tugged mov- at the heartstrings. This movie yes. had it all. Oh, God,
0: so needless to say, critically reviewed very well, hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Not
1: one bad review.
0: Not one best reviewed movie of all time mm-hmm. as of as of right now, as of 2021, yeah. as of May 2021, and it's it's just it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. If you haven't seen it, please. Go see it.
1: Oh, do yourself a favor.
0: Yeah, it it won several awards. Yeah, like most of them, I guess English related. But it won. Uh, Be- uh Hugh Grant got best supporting actor, uh, in the London Films Critics Circle Awards.
1: Oh, okay. Try yeah, s- popular. Try saying popular that. Popular
0: yeah. Um, best British or Irish actress went to Sally Hawkins, who oh. I I think was the one that played played the mom. The, the old no. The, no. The, Sally her Hawk- mom.
1: Oh, no, that no. was the mom. Yeah, Sally Hawkins is uh, Mrs. Brown.
0: Oh, wait, then, she who in... played, then who played the older woman who know. was actually Irish?
1: I don't know who that is. All right. Well, that's British or Irish.
0: No, I guess that's true.
1: But, yeah, no, she, uh, Sally Hawkins is the woman who was in Shape of Water.
0: Oh, okay.
1: She had sex with that fish. <laughs> she was deaf, and I think Never, that or
0: never saw that movie, and I, I, I don't know that I will.
1: Well, it's, it was popular. Um, well, it was critically acclaimed. It was critically I acclaimed. I think. It was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars.
0: So oddly enough paddington 2 now being the best reviewed film of all time back in february it was announced that paddington 3
1: Yay. is in the works so how fun
0: so do yourself a favor watch paddington 2
1: yeah we're gonna watch paddington 1. yeah we
0: are gonna watch paddington not One. not
1: even for the podcast just for fun
0: i mean we could watch it and then talk about it on the podcast know, maybe could. maybe later down yeah, later maybe. down the road there but yeah definitely definitely slept on paddington 2 i agree so i agree i
1: always heard that it was very good
0: did you? I yeah. never really heard much about Paddington 2.
1: No, I heard, like, you know, like on, like, what if I saw, like, reviews or if I saw anything, like, articles online. There you was go. like, yeah, Paddington 2, that's, that's a good one.
0: Best reviewed movie of all time.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well deserved. I agree.
0: Paddington 2. It was good. Go check it out. Adorable. And thank you for checking us out. Yep. On Did I Miss Anything. That's this. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, at Did I Miss Pod. Oh, please do that um give us give us some reviews and ratings wherever you get your podcasts from
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and uh and give us some suggestions while you're on twitter give us some suggestions of of what we should watch next because we we've been finding some gems sure we've had some pretty good luck the last few weeks thank thank goodness
1: oh yeah because we've
0: had some we've had some rough weeks true so yeah thanks for checking us out we'll see you again next week we sure will we uh we still don't have an outro. Nope. Heather's been slacking on that. Nope. Like a lot. Nope. I don't think she's even been trying. Nope. Not at all, truth. actually. Oh, okay. Then nope. h- hit him hit him with the outro for this week, Heather.
1: Later days.
0: <laughs> told you we don't have anything yet. That's it. That's, so
1: we're just bye. gonna say bye. Adios.
0: And watch Paddington two.
1: Yes, please.
0: Greatest reviewed movie
1: ever. Bye.